Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of my point of view with me, Camila. Hello, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Welcome if you're new. Um, I've been rec- I've recorded this like five times, so I'm just gonna try it again <laughs> one last time. Um, uh, this is I'm a 21 year old college student from Argentina with a lifestyle podcast, very career based. Well, basically, I just try to bring as many guests guests as possible and also just telling you my experience in life where I just show different points of view about how your future can look like and what it may look like and just basically not tell you only the success story but just the whole process and just show you that life is easier if you consider different points of view yeah that's a song the 90s early 2000 song which helped me decide on the name of this podcast so yeah hello I recorded this intro like five times and sometimes it doesn't sound good sometimes I just I don't know it's not working out right now so I'm just gonna try to keep it shorter than I did um because I'm not gonna give a a long life update or anything because life is the same as it was on my last episode if you want to know anything about me or my life or even my thoughts on the 2020 election just go back one episode and you will have all the information there there are just a couple of announce announcements or like FYI's that I want to do FYI's is that a thing I don't know but yeah if I sound tired it's because I am it's Friday and I have so many things to do I am tired my head <laughs> hurts or I have a headache and yeah so it's 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 been a long week that's all I'm gonna say but yeah basically what I'm doing uh, that I wanted to say what I wanted to say that I'm doing uh, is oh yeah I remembered I'm doing um, my instagram you can follow me i'm gonna leave the link down in the description show in the description no on the show notes yeah on the show notes or in the description of the show wherever i'm gonna leave the link for you to follow me my point of view that podcast i'm doing 10 growth tips on instagram in 10 days because basically i'm almost at 1100 followers which is insane um in six months so i feel like i've gotten I don't know if I got in. I think I got some things very clear about how to grow on Instagram so quickly. So I just wanted to share it with you all. Of course, I'm always learning, and of course, I'm. This is a process, and the algorithm just keeps uh, keeps on changing and just keeps on messing up with everyone's life and marketing strategies. But it's it's fine. It's okay. I know. Like yesterday, I got an email that the terms have changed from Instagram. I just have to sit and read read all of, read all of them. I I don't even want to think about it, but. These tips are actually very timeless, like I've used them for years and years and years and I've learned them from years and years and years from having like a person on Instagram with a nice feed and now I've put all of that into my marketing podcast strategy or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, basically that's the first one. I'm also uploading a lot of things into a TikTok. I created a TikTok, which is a new thing. Um, I love the algorithm on TikTok. It's so good and so much better than Instagram. I'm sorry, it's the truth. But yeah, if you you can find it on my link tree or you can just search me. It's the same username as my Instagram. But I want to wait a little bit until I share it on my Instagram because I want to be more like, I don't know, on my Instagram, like my podcast Instagram, some friends and people from Argentina follow me, like my mom, my dad. But they don't do it on TikTok. So I feel like I, I, I can be more like... I can do whatever I want on TikTok without thinking about uh, someone's gonna cringe looking at me or whatever. So, yeah, I'm twenty. I'm almost twenty two, and I th- still go through those things. And then, um, what else did I wanted to say? Oh, I've also 
started doing this new like editing style where I just put music between the sections. Michelle read those days on her podcast, What's Next? But What's Next? I think that's the name, like the full name. And I love it. I don't know. I enjoyed it so much. So I knew that I had a bunch of songs saved uh, from when I was trying to pick my intro song. And I just decided to put them on my episodes. And I actually really love how it looks or how it sounds, actually. So I hope you enjoyed it. I did the same with this episode. So I hope you like it. And yeah, just let me know if you enjoy the new editing style. Also... Uh, you, what you can do is you can leave a lab, an Apple review. I didn't know how important Apple podcast reviews were until last week where I just started like reviewing and researching podcast algorithm and how it works and all of that. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically if you could be just so nice to leave a review, just anything. I mean, you can even give me constructive criticism on the review. But just having, it's like the one way that I can have some feedback not just on my instagram if you don't like feel like sending me a dm or whatever and having like a one-on-one like full conversation you can just leave a review and i can just take it and i can just be happy about it <laughs> so yeah just just leave a review please thank you so much and now to today's episode today's episode is with brooke michio which is just insane i've been following her but for so many years now i just I don't know, it's just insane, and I I also, th- I think that I, I've got her on, on my podcast, I like the peak of her career, I'm not saying that she's going downwards now, but she's really, really killing it everywhere, on YouTube, on TikTok, on everywhere, I mean, I, I'm trying to think everything that she does, and I just, I don't know, I feel like I got her in the perfect stage, um, again, I'm not saying that she's going downwards after this, of course not, but I feel like it's, she's gotten into the the best place possible for her right now, which is... I don't know, so exciting for her and I love her. My neighbors, I have, I hope you can hear that, but they're on, the, on their pool and they're screaming and I'm just going to kill them. <laughs> but yeah, basically we talk about her career. As I said, a lot of YouTube uh, chat because I find YouTube so interested. I've been a YouTuber, YouTube watcher for like how many years? Six years now? Six, seven years? Which is insane, and yes, I've tried to start a YouTube channel, and after a month I <laughs> left, <laughs> and now I'm here. But yeah, so we talked about her career, uh, why she decided to go corporate first, and why she decided to leave, how she left, um, and all of that, and how, yeah, and just goals for her future, and yeah, just how she's feeling in her career. Then we talked about living alone and dealing with loneliness, which she has, she has a whole YouTube video about it. I'm going to link it again in the description of the show. But I find it so interesting how, you know, about living alone because it's something I want to do in the future. And I don't know, I just love learning and listening to people that actually have been doing that for quite some time. And also loneliness and living alone in the pandemic. I feel like it's just a whole thing. And then we talked about her body confidence journey because I am also on a body confidence journey. And I don't know if you guys feel that way, but people that you have been following and looking up for years, like these influencers, I feel like it's so important. And I'm so happy that that is the culture now or like starting to be the norm maybe but <laughs> I just I again I'm so happy that people are starting to be more open about the struggles and what they are fighting with every day and what they're battling with inside maybe I don't know if that sounds a bit too dramatic but yeah basically I just I knew I, I feel like everyone in our 20s is on the journey of body confidence I don't feel like I don't know if you, if you're ever like 
at the end of the of your journey with body confidence but i feel like while we're at, while we're at it i feel like it's just so good to just listen and to share it and again just hearing from these like bigger influencers that are like so to me they're just the people i look up to every day and they just you know i just felt like if you look up to brooke too and you feel like you're in a really bad place in your body confidence journey just listening to her telling you that she has her same struggles i feel like it's so important and so i don't know it helps you a lot and at least it helps me so if it doesn't help anyone at least it helps myself so yeah and she also gives like tips and tricks to kind of make you feel better and kind of yeah be better or have like shake off a bad day or a bad body image day maybe so yeah so basically that's the episode oh so we talk about new york and living in new york which is so exciting i love new york and just seeing her background was like her actual house that i watch on every one of her every single one of her vlogs so i don't know the whole experience of this podcast was insane to me i was mind blown the whole time and at the same time trying to be professional i don't know it was insane and i i I messed up so many words because i when i get nervous i just forget what a present and past tense is i don't know what i'm talking about i make myself like the other person understands me but i know i'm a mess (laughs) but yeah basically that's the episode and i hope you enjoyed it I hope you enjoy it if you haven't listened to it yet. But yeah, I hope you enjoy every single one of the updates and everything everything that's going on. And yeah, I'm so excited about this episode. And I'm just going to, again, just shut up once again and leave you with the conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of My Point of View. And today I have a very exciting guest. Hi, Brooke. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Do you want to give a little bit of an introduction of yourself so people know who you are? Sure, sure. Um, so I'm Brooke. I'm 23 years old. I currently live in New York City. Um, I see all the New York City stuff behind you, so you must be a fan. <laughs> it's so funny. I always like, I mean, I, I rem- obviously I know New York is like such an exciting, amazing place, but I grew up actually on Long Island. So it's the suburbs mm-hmm. of New York. So for me, this was like the suburb of the city that I was in. So I always, I don't want to say I took it for granted. Like I always knew it was a special city, but New York is like New York. Like that's awesome. Yeah. So I feel really happy yeah. to finally be here. Um, I do social media full time. Um, I graduated from college at the University of Georgia. Um, I've worked some jobs and stuff in between, but right now I do YouTube. I have a podcast called Gals on the Go with my friend Danielle. We do new episodes every Wednesday. And then um, I do like Instagram. I'm trying to get into like TikTok, stuff like that too. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. And then before we get into the episode and everything we're going to talk about, I just do this section with every guest. It's called basically, how are you really doing with everything going on this year? Not just the pandemic, just everything I want to, you know, give my guest a place where they can just share their feelings and how they're actually feeling and that my listeners can know that people that are just as big as you and just you know that you youtube and everything still go through like hard times so they are not really doing so yeah how are you really doing right now that's so sweet you ask um honestly yeah it's been a crazy year right now like in this moment currently like this week has been really awesome so i have no complaints um it's it's highs and lows you know like there were some periods like some months over here that it was like really really challenging with everything going on in life but right now i feel really really lucky um just with literally everything going on and just being healthy i'm so thankful now for my health and my family's health and my friends yeah for sure i think that this year just brought back to like the spotlight the little things like your friends family just being healthy having like a roof over your head and all of that like exactly little things that we all took for granted 
throughout all of these years. For sure. I want to say one thing. It's so crazy to see your apartment behind you because I'm such a fan of your videos and it feels like so surreal to kind of see your like your famous oh, couch. <laughs> thank you. The famous couch. I know it's where I do everything. I watch TV. I do my work. I like do the switch from sitting on the couch to leaning on the couch and like sitting on my coffee table. Um, yeah, it, that's been interesting too. like downgrading to, I moved from like Boston to New York city and my apartment in Boston mm -hmm. was significantly more spacious. So I had like a whole desk set up and whatever. And here mm -hmm. it's a little, a little more snug, but that's just the nature of New York, of course. Yeah, for sure. But then to get on more to the topic of the, today's episode, I wanted to first start talking about your career you go to college as you said uh what was your major and why did you choose that major yes um so i was a marketing major which is in the business school of georgia i know it varies everywhere some schools that's like communications but i wanted to be in the marketing i wanted to be in the business school i wanted to get a business degree um so i took classes in finances and um I, i had a lot of math in there too which i really appreciated because even though it was challenging at the time i think it made me more well-rounded than just learning while marketing was great i had a lot of knowledge of that already due to youtube i mean i definitely learned more in the classroom and was able to like apply my skills and stuff so it was a really unique experience i guess meshing together my prior knowledge and doing school but i wouldn't trade it for the world i, I loved my college experience um So I was in the Terry College of Business at the University of Georgia, and I would recommend it to anyone. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. And then, um, as I think everyone that follows you knows, you first decided to go to like a corporate job first. Why was that? And then why did you decide to leave it? Yeah, um, so honestly, at the time, it was a few reasons. Number one, financial. I was not in the financial situation to just do social media full-time. This was over a year ago, so I graduated college in May 2019. So I worked a job from June 2019 to September of 2019. It was very short lived. But at the time when I was graduating, um, I, I had some money in savings and stuff, but I didn't really have a plan. And I kind of wanted to just do the traditional thing. I was like, I worked so hard for, for four years, I spent so much money on this education, like I have to use it. So I applied for a job that like required a degree got it. Um, it was in sales. It was in Boston, so it gave me kind of a place to move, a path, and I don't regret it because it taught me a lot of things. It taught me about discipline. Um, I learned it was in the tech industry, which actually like a lot of that does kind of correlate to YouTube stuff. Like I find that I'm still using yeah, like the sure. jargon and things that I picked up. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I feel really thankful for that in a weird way. Although in the at the time it seemed like it was the worst thing ever. Like looking back, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing your videos, like you woke up at like five, five thirty, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was really rough. It was really, really challenging. Um, not going to lie, doing everything. So I was doing still all of my social media stuff full time too. Like, so I would literally come home from all of that and just get to work. And it was a lot. Um, it was basically like working two jobs and then I just moved to a new city. So of course I wanted to have a social life. I wanted to meet new people and do that whole thing too yeah wow that's that's crazy amazing how you did it and then you decided to leave when like you saw your social media kind of like that you could actually live from your social media you were like okay should i live or did you leave like your job a little bit later just to be safe or how was that process of leaving your job yeah um i 
it was pretty quick. My, the way that my company works, and I talk to, I, I have a lot of friends now who used to work there too, and their experiences were the same. You have to quit the same day and like you're out. Oh. So there was no warning or whatever. I wasn't working on long-term projects. It was kind of like, it wasn't like, a, I, oh, I'm screwing over my team or whatever. It's very like quick. Mm -hmm. So I decided literally like on a Monday and I quit on a Friday. It was a really quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. I kept making it. I kept changing the date in my head and I was like, I just want to do it now and I might regret it, but I would rather take the action in the moment and then like deal with the repercussions later. And I'm sorry, yeah. it's loud in New York today. Uh, no worries. Um, but it all worked out for me. So I feel really lucky at that. I did have like a plan. Of course, I had money and savings and I gave myself, you know, I was like, if, if this doesn't, if my other stuff doesn't pick up in, you know, six months to a year, I'm, I'll have to get another job. But I went to college. So like I had stuff on my resume. I also have had various internships. Like I have work experience. So it's not like I'm starting from scratch. If I even have had to like think about re-entering the job search process. Yeah. Yeah. And also just having like a social presence and YouTube and everything and the amount of subscribers that you have, I think it's already a great thing to have on your resume because it's not an easy thing to do. It's something that takes years. So yeah, yeah. totally. And then now again, talking about your social media presence, YouTube, when did you start your YouTube channel and why? Yes. Um, well, this YouTube channel I've done since I was in ninth grade. So it's been like just about 10 years, but I've been on YouTube even wow. before that forever. Um, okay. To keep it short, I got a laptop, I found YouTube and I found like this pocket of YouTube where people my age were doing like skits or lip syncing to music and like doing a little edit. So I taught myself how to edit. I got all my friends. I was like, we're going to make these skits and like I'll edit it. And we would like show our parents. It was really cute. Um, but then, mm -hmm. you know, we got, we're going into like high school. We were kind of growing up and my friends were like, I'm not really into this anymore. And I, I kind of took a break too. And then I started this new channel, which is what I'm on now, um, where I did mostly like makeup and fashion videos, which made no sense at the time, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. And then I transitioned slowly over the years. And obviously my content's evolved a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone that is, that's now like a lifestyle content creator is started with fashion or makeup or both. I feel like yeah. lifestyle wasn't a, a, like a genre in YouTube at the time. And now it's just this big thing. We have so many lifestyle content creators and all of that. Totally. So then I wanted to ask you, what are your, some of your favorite videos on YouTube to film? I love doing vlogs. I think they're so fun and so natural. And I am so just used to recording things at this point that it doesn't, it's not even like for me, it's not like, okay, I'm turning on my camera. It's just a natural flow of like conversation into vlogging. Um, so I really like that. And I feel like that's where I get to be the most like real and authentic with my audience. Um, of course, it's fun to try out new videos. I did one today, like talking about you know, tips for starting a YouTube channel, like money and stuff like that, which it's doing like really well. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll do more videos like this. But in terms of like the ones I have the most like fun making and like enjoyment, I would say just my vlogs, my week in my life. So yeah. yeah, I love that. And then I wanted to ask you also some pros and cons of being on YouTube for you. Yeah, the pros are insane. Of course, um, for me, it's first and foremost, honestly, it's the people I've met. Um, I have literally my best best friends from the internet which is insane uh mm. danielle i met her when i was in 10th grade and she was in middle school like that is insane we've literally mm. grown up together and like such a unique experience together that i will never mm. have that with anybody else um and then just all of my friends on youtube i guess even just the business people that i've met from youtube and stuff like like on the business end i guess yeah. the connections have been insane um 
and that connection is so different. Anyways, and the next, um, obviously, is the connection with my audience. I love hearing from them so much and I respect everybody's opinion which is why I think I let them get to me a little bit too much because I really genuinely care and hear people out so when it's not what I want to hear it's frustrating but I hear them and I see them so it's definitely the community element for sure um even when I meet like meeting subscribers is like my favorite thing like I always tell people like stop me on the street at any time because it's Mm -hmm. so like it makes my day and it makes me feel like I'm actually like doing something not just talking to a wall you know like I have purpose like I'm you know being if it's you know giving someone an escape or like making someone feel better like I don't know what my videos serve them but if it makes them feel any sort of positive way that's great um and then lastly obviously the fact that I was able to turn it into a job like it's the dream job I've been doing it I've wanted it to be my job since I was like in ninth grade but I just never thought that it was possible I always like doubted myself I think and I was just like eh that's not gonna be my life like face the facts and here I am doing it so I want to show everybody else that it's possible um and yeah and then I think the cons are of course you're kind of exploiting your life in a way especially by making vlogs so I feel like I'm dragging a lot of people into my business you know um, my family is a pretty private family I feel like and I'm like shoving a camera in there my mom doesn't care but like my dad and my brother don't aren't really like into it and I feel like it's a lot because now I'm like a more public person and they're more private so it's like kind of balancing that line and um of course, like the the negative comments and stuff like that, or the people who go online and like I don't know what they write because I don't read them. I have the websites blocked, um, and I think that they should find something more productive to do with their time. In my opinion, just because that's it's just not it's it's not a good mental place to be in. I've been there and I've been in that hater mindset, and it's not healthy. Um, and therapy has helped me a lot with that. No, yeah, for sure. And then I asked this to everyone that I had on my podcast. That is a kind of like a lifestyle creator, and you kind of talked a little bit about that. When you are a lifestyle creator and you do vlogs specifically, there's like a line that you have to draw or that you choose to draw, or maybe you don't choose to draw between what you keep private and what you keep public. Because I feel like people watch like a 20 minute minute video of your day and they feel like they know you already, they know everything about you, good and bad. And I feel like that's sometimes kind of dangerous so where do you choose to draw the line between what you show to youtube and what you keep private yeah um i cross the line all the time like for so long i was like i'm not going to talk about like how much money i make now i'm talking about that and then for the longest time i was like i'm not going to talk about dating now i'm talking about that so i think it just varies um i never want to show too like not i guess in my personal life I don't care what I share about myself. It's when I bring other people into it. You know, I would hate for someone who I dated or someone who I used to be friends with to like be shit on on the internet. Sorry to curse, but like, I don't know how else to say that. Like that would be kind of crappy. So I just will say things without using names and like, I don't care. Like I'll tell the story, but some people try to like figure it out. They'll be like, I feel like I could figure out who this person is. It's like, oh my gosh, why? Um, so I think it's possible, but I think I walk a, a, a narrow line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think that is very complicated. Like I really admire what people do because I don't know, when I have a bad day, I'm like, I could never imagine myself like filming this day. I'm yeah, like, there's no that. way. <laughs> it's very like, I don't know. It's a very thin line between everything. It's important to take breaks. It's, I don't vlog yeah. every single day. I take a lot of days off. Um, or there's, you know, it's a week in my life. It might be 40 minutes long over the course of five days, but there's so much in there that I don't show. Not even intentionally, but like, yeah, if I'm having a crappy afternoon, like if I, you know, talk to somebody and it 
I had an upsetting phone call or something, like, I'm not going to show that all the time. Like, sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm genuinely like, I don't even want to talk about this. And that's fine. Yeah, no, for sure. I totally get it. The other day I had like the crappiest day because my, my like, like headphone cords got stuck into my computer. And I remember just watching a video and I was like, I, I can't ever imagine myself like filming myself through this. Like I, I could imagine myself like telling the story on my podcast. That's why I have a podcast, but I could never just film myself and be like, Hey, I'm having the crappiest day. But I really admire the people that do it because I consume so much YouTube that watching people that actually have crappy days, it makes you feel kind of better sometimes because totally. sometimes the life that people portray, portray on, on Instagram or on YouTube is like the perfect life and the perfect everything. And you're like, whoa my totally. life is not like that you feel so bad about yourself sometimes so yeah i know i think it's great that we're moving towards this culture of being more like real and open and showing the highs and the lows because when it's so much like there's a thing it's called like toxic positivity when it's like good vibes mm-hmm. good vibes happiness happiness it's like your your body and like your brain and everything doesn't operate like that so it's it is it can definitely be like intoxicating to people to promote that and be like just get over it be happy it's like no like we have you know like there's more to life than just like smiles and sunshines and all like we all go through stuff in our own way yeah yeah and I think that if you don't like talk about it instead up it ends up bottling up inside you and you just end up exploding for whatever exactly like, exactly like, like, thing and also I think that YouTube has become more quote-unquote real with just the little things like people showing up without makeup on their vlogs and not feeling uncomfortable I love that. everyone was like full glam and I was yes. like I don't wake up like that <laughs> no and it, it sets you up like you're like are they actually do they actually look like that or they did, they wouldn't even address like oh I already have a full face of makeup on like people used to film mm. these morning routine videos and put on a full face of makeup first but they wouldn't say that because I, they wanted it to like appear natural or whatever but it's like that is that's not good because then it sets up this false beauty standard that we're trying to work against. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that the crazy thing about YouTube is that now people actually, I think that they get it more is that you're kind of role models for the role models for the people that watch you. You're not just someone that shares your life. There are people that actually live their lives totally, and they make, they feel better or worse about their lives according to yours. I know. I don't know if that makes sense, but (laughs) totally. No, it's, and it's, I, I mean, I never want to set up my life that way. And like, I, you can't always control how people feel like, it's, you know, they might see something and take it a certain way. I'm learning that too. But all that I can do is try to show all sides of me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's why you're one of the persons that I love to watch the most on YouTube. You. I, every time you have a video, I'm like, and I love just putting videos like on the background while I do my makeup yeah, or whatever same. I'm doing. It's like my favorite thing. So. Yeah, just thank you for being like a real one on YouTube. It's just so refreshing. No, thank you for watching, seriously. (laughs) And then do you have like a favorite video of yours that you like to go back and rewatch it? Yeah, um, I haven't rewatched in a while, but I love my graduation week in my life from college. I just think it's so special that I documented those memories. Like I can always look back on that. Um, My friends are in it, my family's in it. Like it's so special to me and like, it's all like thinking about the fact that 10 years from now I'll be able to watch that and be like oh my gosh like that's what I did that day like that's so cool to me and like moving out of college it was really oh I I vlogged that too it was very emotional but I showed me like crying everything and that was kind of the first time I really like bawled on camera I guess I was like crying crying but you know seeing the comments of people being like this is real life you know like time to grow up whatever like it really that kind of phase of my channel like started to transform everything I think in a good way 
Yeah, I love that. And that's something I actually kind of envy of YouTubers that they have everything documented. I'm like <laughs> so many like times in my life that I don't have the videos. I'm like, whoa, I wish I would have a video about this day and this day yeah. and that day. That is a cool thing. And it's so funny how in the moment you think of things differently. Like I'll look back on just old videos in general. Like I just rewatched videos from like just my senior year of college, junior year of college. And I remember in the moment I hated the way I looked. I felt like, you know, I was like not doing enough, whatever. And I look back at these videos and I'm like, girl, you were doing a lot. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it will be the same with the videos from today. I feel like we're always exactly evolving as a person and you look back and you're like, whoa. I was doing so great back then. <laughs> what happened? Totally. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then do you have some favorite uh, creators or favorite videos that you like to search on YouTube besides your own? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, I, I I stay up with to date with like all of my YouTube friends, you know, the people who I've traveled with and stuff like that. So I guess I'll not count them. Um, mm -hmm. Recently, I just really like Emma Chamberlain. Like, I feel like I'm late on the game with her, but her videos put me in the best mood. They make me super happy. Um, I'm trying to like look at my YouTube page right now so I can give you mm -hmm. like good info of like what I've like recently been watching. Because like I said, I watch a lot of YouTube, but I pretty much just will click through and watch stuff that's in my subscription box. Like, it's not like I I don't know how to describe it. I I, I guess it's um, mm -hmm. mostly lifestyle vloggers or who I watch. Um, This girl, Melissa Lucy, I just started watching her and I really like her vlogs. Um, I really like uh, Monica and Shelby Church. They've really, they're my friends, but like recently I've been really, really liking their videos, especially about real estate because that's something I'm interested in. Mm, yeah, well, that's amazing. I have so many new names for creators. I'm always looking for new creators to watch because sometimes YouTube... You know, when you watch all like your subscription, your subscription, oh my God, your subscription box, you're like, whoa, I don't have any more totally. videos to watch. So, yeah. And then about um, your like kind of Instagram, TikTok kind of uh, social media, why did you start those or how do you manage to keep up with those while you keep up with YouTube and all of that? Because I feel like it's a lot sometimes Instagram. It is a lot sometimes. Instagram, I feel the most stuck on right now. I don't really know where I want to go with it. I see people that are kind of going for this more like chill, just posting like a collage of photos of their days, basically, you know, like you swipe through and it's just like a picture of a tree, a picture of their feet, like whatever. Yeah. And I like that. Um, cause that's more my speed. Cause right now my feed is probably not indicative of like what my life is. You know, it's like these edited pictures of me where I'm like, you know, sucking in and like looking really good and glam, but like, I don't always look like that. You know, you watch my vlogs and you're like, this can't be the same girl. Um, or it is, but it's like, I look full glam, I guess, you know? Yeah. Sure. So I'm working on Instagram, but stories are my favorite. I love doing Instagram stories, keeping yeah. people up to date with my day and like what I'm doing and working on. And like, I think that's such a real time way to communicate with people. Um, and then TikTok, I'm getting into too. I think it's so like, I watch a lot of TikToks and I will see a funny one and, you know, send it to my friends. So I want to get better about that. And I feel like not to be annoying and be like, I'm funny, but I, think that <laughs> no, I, okay. I have a humorous side and I think of yeah. witty things. So I just need to get them to work, like put them on in video. Them you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I totally get it. I feel the same way sometimes about myself, but I just get so insecure about filming myself saying them. I, I get it's it. different when you talk about them and totally. you're like filming yourself. It's like, mm, maybe not. Then you watch totally. it and you're like, 
is that video like that, that everyone is doing right now the imposter that you do like a video and then the like, full imposter thing just yeah yes, to your yes nice that's me <laughs> and I wanted to say like yeah Instagram I feel like that's the whole everyone is on that dilemma like what to what to share like the more likable posts or the more like my life posts like I, I think that no one really knows what to do and now mm -hmm. my like my my homepage just changed I have the reels down and I just oh, got into like oh, the home thing I'm not a I was fan. like what is going on <laughs> not yeah they're trying to really push video on Instagram I know and mm -hmm. video everywhere like obviously tiktok is so big so instagram's trying to get on video i know twitter's trying to get on video but it's like it's a lot of video like i miss the good old days and video is just takes so much longer to make than just like a photo you know it's just so much mm -hmm. more energy and content that you have to put on it <laughs> so it's crazy i cannot imagine you with like so many followers i have like a thousand and i'm like okay whoa too much too much information right now <laughs> And then I wanted to know if you have any like specific goals for your social media in the future, short-term goals, long-term goals with your jobs. Yeah. Um, it's weird to predict goals because we don't know like where the industry is going. You know, I really am enjoying doing more interview style stuff on Gals on the Go. So I don't know where that will take me, but more interviews, maybe bigger interviews. I don't really know what that entails. Um, working more on the podcast, of course. And just really right now, I'm just in a big phase of like just growth like personal growth of course but then also on online as well I really want to focus on and of course you have I have no control like I can't just sit here and be like I want more subscribers today but I could you know work harder on my videos put out more original content like I'm really just focused on the content right now I think yeah I love that and do you have any advice now for people that want to start or just started or you know they feel stuck in their YouTube mm -hmm. social media career yeah um I mean, if you haven't started, you got to start. That's the big thing. I, I hear it all day long from people who are like, I want to do this. I want to do that. You got to make, make a plan or just do it. Just dive right in. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you got to do it and be consistent with it. If you really want to start, like if you really want it that bad, you'll make it work. I, I yeah. genuinely believe in that too, because everybody who I've seen succeed has made it work, you know? So of course there's instances of people who of course got lucky and whatever, but for the most part, nah, like we're out here grinding. So, um, <laughs> and I don't, not that it has to be like hustle culture or whatever, but let's face the facts. Most of us have a little bit more time these days. You know, we're spending mm -hmm. a little bit more time at home or whatever. So use it wisely. Yeah, no, for sure. I always think back that, you know, everyone always asks me like, because I have this podcast, like, would you take back like your podcast just to not be quarantined and I'm like no never like I hated quarantine I'm not gonna say like I loved it but if quarantine never happened this podcast never happened and I wouldn't be here talking to with you today and I would have never connected with so many amazing people so yeah no I was gonna say you're doing a great job with it like I think it's so great that so many people have gotten the opportunity to start like it might have been something you might not have done mm -hmm. but here you are Yeah, no, for sure, because I remember just having like this trip like from my college because here we don't move out when we go to college. I'm still on my like childhood home from forever. So I have like a two hour bus drive onto my like college. So I wouldn't have time to just sit and do a podcast while I like, go to school two hours and then come back to other. It was just my schedule was back then. <laughs> I get it. So yeah, so then I wanted to talk a little bit about living alone because I love how you like, I don't know if you preach living alone, but I just, 
I don't know. I think it's because I live with so many people. I love seeing people that live alone. I'm just love just consuming that. So uh, do you have like a advice for like first timers living alone? Yes. Um, I have a whole video up. On, I don't want to be like, go to my YouTube, but I have a whole video on living alone there. So I would. I'll link, I, it. I'll link it on the, on the show description. Oh, thank you. No, that's Because yeah, sure. um, I like really put together a list of tips in that because that's like one of my most asked questions. Um, but I would say really think about it before you do it. You know, some people are just more social beings and they like want to be around people. For me, I'm like really social too, but I lot like I really need to be alone. Like people sometimes get in my way and I just get frustrated and I know how I act. So I'm a very independent person like that. But I think also if you struggle with being independent, living alone kind of forces you to like learn those skills. So there's pros and cons to it. I like, of course it's great. And like, I'm so privileged to live a lot. Like it is amazing, but it's not always the best option, you know? Um, especially if it's like the option of, you know, living with your best friends, you, especially moving to a new city, it's difficult. Like you, you know, then you really have to force yourself like, okay, I have to get out of my house today. I have to do something like it's mm -hmm. super fun. That inner motivation kind of, you don't have anybody else to motivate you. Um, yeah. but overall, I mean, it's great. I love having, you know, my own fridge and my own closet space, um, bathroom. Like I could put all of my products in there. Like I, it's crazy. But like I, I can't imagine one day if I move in with like a guy I'm dating or like a man of any sort, how this will go down because my stuff is everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I totally feel that. And I feel like both living with someone and living alone both have pros and cons. I feel like there's never like a perfect situation where you're like, oh, this is perfect. There's nothing I can complain about. But I wanted to ask you, like, why did you decide to move on to move out alone after college? Yeah, well, I was, moving to a new city. I was moving to a new city and I didn't really know a ton of people. Um, so in terms of like the roommate situation, I was just kind of scared, um, honestly, which is not like the best excuse, but also doing YouTube and stuff like that. I work really odd hours. So I would come home from work, um, you know, and get to work on my other jobs and other projects. So I would be up really late. And I didn't want to disturb any roommates or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I got asked to live with a few people that I like was going to work with. And honestly, I'm so glad that didn't work out because I met one of those people later on and we did not get along. So I think everything mm -hmm. happens for a reason. And Since I lived alone in the last place, I had all, I kind of was used to living alone. So I live alone now. Yeah. I really, I would consider it moving in with roommates again. Like if the time, if it were, if the timing worked out, you know, like if I had a friend who was in a similar financial situation to me, like I also don't want to put, you know, I kind of created this standard for myself now. So unfortunately I don't want to go backwards. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that's, it's kind but of like, if you have I, to, I, you I have to. Annoying, but yeah. Like, yeah, I totally feel that if I have some friends that have to move because they live outside of the city, so they need to move because if not, they can come to college here. And she loves living alone. She's like, no, if I live with a friend, the friendship is like going to go through a breakup because we can't stand each other if we live together or whatever. But I was like, I, one day I told her, like, if you need to move with someone, you just have to make it work. Like, if not, you can come to college, you know, it's just one or the other, I guess. Totally. Sometimes you just have to choose what you prefer. But how's been like living alone with the pandemic? I know that is totally different and it's totally different than what it must have been yeah. like before. So how did you like deal with that and deal with like the loneliness that may come with the pandemic? But because I feel like even me that I live with like four other people from my family, I still I still felt alone during the pandemic and quarantine. So how did you like deal with the quarantine 
in New York alone? Yeah, I moved here in July, so it was a little bit later. Like the pandemic, like pandemic, obviously it still exists, but it, New York was in lock, like pretty hardcore lockdown, like for a while. But it was breaking, I would say, in like June, so it got better. And then with outdoor dining, oh, yeah. I had a really like it was a slow summer, but it was a nice summer, so it's been fine. Um, navigating, you know, what I feel comfortable with, what my friends feel comfortable with, is really interesting. Um, but I still do really like live close enough to home that I could just take a train or like a short drive and go home. So I think I'm in a really good spot right now. I feel really lucky. Yeah, I love that. And then again, just with everything going on and not just everything going on, just living alone, how do you just when those days when you wake up and you feel kind of lonely, what do you do? Do you hang out with friends or do you just stay in and try to just, just get through it alone? What do you do? Um, I start by calling someone, you know, a lot of my friends also don't live here. Like all my friends from college don't live near, like I would have to get on a plane if I wanted to see friends from college. So I'll, you know, ask someone if they want to FaceTime, FaceTime my parents. Um, and if I can make a plan with someone in the city, I'll try. But some, like today I'm not, like the whole day is going to go by. I'm not going to see anybody, but mm. I'm staying busy with other things. Like I'm doing these podcast recordings and, um, I have a lot of work stuff to do. So I don't want to say staying busy, but like, of course, if you're bored and like just watching Netflix all day, you're going to be lonely. But if you're setting up, yeah. you know, things for yourself to do, even if it's like a workout, you know, cooking yourself a healthy meal, like whatever it may be, like doing something like that is at least going to make you feel like you have more of a purpose, which I think a lot of like loneliness stems from like lack of purpose. just dying like living alone with new york i know you recently moved to new york but i'm the biggest fan of the city so <laughs> yeah um why did you decide to move to new york <laughs> um like i said I, my family's from here so we're, i'm from the suburbs mm -hmm. of new york um and i've always wanted to move back here i went to college far away and my goal was always like come back to new york um for what i do like social media wise when life is normal so like new york is an amazing place to do it like there's a lot of opportunity mm -hmm. here i would say la and new york are like great cities um and la i've tried before i did a, like a month in la and i go all the time but right now it doesn't make sense for me to live there like i'd rather live here and i think i'll be here for a little bit yeah i love that i love i love the city so much i went twice and i'm the biggest fan <laughs> i don't know why i just I have this thing that I love it. Um, so what are some of your pros and cons of living in the city? What are your some favorite things and some not so favorite things? Yeah, um, least favorite is obviously the lack of space. Um, all the apartments, restaurants, like everything you go to, like everything is small. You know, you could go to a restaurant in a, a, a bathroom in a restaurant and it's like the size of a small closet, like the sink and the toilet are like on top of each other. And you're like, what? Um, I'm just used to suburbia or even my college town where everything is spread out. You know, you have plenty of space. Like my room in college was huge. So, um, and it's really expensive here. It's very yeah. expensive. So you just, it sucks. Like you go to get a drink and it's $15. Like what? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because it's not just like the shoebox Uh, situation where you live or the no closets is also like the living the eating the breathing the coffee everything oh, no it's just crazy expensive um so those are cons but the pros obviously it's new york city it's like the greatest city ever you know there's so much mm -hmm. to do so and i barely even scratched the surface like i really want to start going to museums and stuff it's like a weird time to go but i'm gonna try um 
And I don't know if you do. saw Gabby's white and um, real the other yes. day. They had yes. the Mets. <laughs> I love it. I love the Mets. I know. She's so great. I, I love Gabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I do want to start doing, especially as we go in, cause I've been spending a lot of time like in the parks and stuff in the summer, but since we're going into the winter now, um, I'm going to have to get creative with the safe indoor activities. Yeah. That's so, that's so great. So I hope that everything just opens up for you. I don't know how the pandemic is going in New York right now. If you're going back on lockdown, I don't know. I, I heard some things like the restaurants were closing again, but I don't know if that's actually happening. Yeah, they're closing at 10 now, um, just because our mm. corona rates like went up again. But we're really good at handling it. Like, our governor really cares about us. So he locks every, you know what I mean? Like, he is like, the rates are going up. So we're going to do this and it will make it better. I love him. Yes. Cuomo is yes, I know. Yeah. So it's all like, it's. Yeah, he totally, actually found like totally. the formula to control it because I don't think that anyone else in this states actually got to control as bad a situation as New York had as quickly as he did I was just like wow this man bring him here please I was like bring him here exactly So then I wanted to talk a little bit about your body confidence journey because it's a topic I know that my listeners care about a lot. I have an episode all about like learning to love your body and body like positivity and all of that. And I feel like seeing such a big creator just like you just being so open about it recently and just talking about it. I think that it helps a lot of people, me myself included. So I just wanted to ask you like, basically like do you feel like when do you feel like you started your body confidence journey I don't feel like there's a day that you are like okay today is the day one but I feel like there's a day when you like become more aware of being like hey maybe I'm not gonna talk bad about my body today you know and that's when I feel at least I I felt like I started or for example I started to um, follow some people on Instagram that weren't really healthy for me to see so when did you feel like you started realizing that you needed to change some of your habits that you were doing Yeah. Well, I knew it was a problem or something that I, it would be a journey for me, like way back, you know, senior year of high school, I was super thin. And I remember, I don't want to also, by the way, I'm going to just put it audible, uh, like a trigger warning here. If talking about like my body is going to trigger anybody, which um, I'm not going to try to say anything like too extreme or whatever, but I know for some people like this could be sensitive subject. Um, So, but senior year of high school, I was at like an incredibly healthy weight, if anything, a little too thin. Um, And I started like going to the gym and working out then. And I noticed then like that I kind of became more uh, aware of what I was eating and calories and stuff like that. And it kind of became like a journey with body confidence since then. And then I went to college and just like let myself go and gained a bunch of weight. Um, And then it was tough. It was kind of fluctuating all through college. I even look back at pictures and it's highs and lows. Um, so my confidence journey has really been all over the place. There was, you know, it was really good at some points, really bad at others right now, right now in this moment, it's not great, but it's a journey. It's not something that, you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, holy crap, I'm the most beautiful, amazing goddess, you know, but some days I feel great. You know, I put on a pair of jeans that fits me right. And I'm like, this is amazing. Um, and I think it is all a mindset, you know, like I, I could literally look the exact same and it could just be a change in mindset, but it's easier said than done. So I just like to be very open and transparent that like, Hey, I struggle. Um, and mm. I know a lot of 
people do too. Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like, I don't know if this happened to you because I remember looking, I look back now of photos of me like a couple of years ago and I felt so bad about myself, but I was like my thinnest. And now I'm mm -hmm. like my biggest, if you would yeah. say, I hate that term, like big, but I'm like my heaviest or whatever. And because I changed, I don't know, I consume so much Instagram and YouTube, but because I changed my feed to people that not only look like me, but they're more open about like how they're feeling. I put on like a swimsuit the other day because here it's about to be summer and I was like, hey, I look so good. And yes, maybe I don't look as thin as I did back then, but I feel like changing your feet or whatever you look at every day, I feel like it helps you change your mindset and how you look at yourself. And also I love the body neutrality or whatever concept. I feel like that's a great place to start with body confidence because it's way achievable than just looking at yourself being like, oh my God, I love me. I feel like that's just the other like extreme that I cannot reach yet so yeah <laughs> same it's tough it's tough and I don't know if all the information that's online is super helpful you know it's really some people are doing a really good job of it and others are not um mm. and it's easy to just be like you're beautiful it's like we get it you know it's easier said than done yeah. like I could look myself in there every day and tell myself I'm beautiful and I, it won't click you know what I mean yeah Yeah, for sure. And just um, one last thing about this. Um, has quarantine affected you in your like your body confidence, body image journey or mm -hmm. has it stayed the same or yeah. maybe not? No, it's been a ton. I mean, I definitely gained weight in quarantine just by being mm -hmm. more sedentary, like not working out, not I feel like being out and about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel a little, a little fluffy um, in terms of like, when I put on jeans, I'm like, ooh, you know, they're I a little snug. Fluffy. I'm going to use that term. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm heavier. I'm like, oh, I hate that word. You're not heavier. You're just fluffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been, I mean, physically, yeah. But also I'm just wearing more, like I probably only, you know, wear jeans or like a real outfit maybe once or twice a week now. So. <laughs> That's definitely not good because think about how good you feel when you have a, you know, you're ready, you're going out like to dinner with your friends or like you're doing something yeah. like back in normal times or whatever. And you feel like put together and you feel good about yourself and you're like, I want to take a picture. Like I want to, you know, you feel like good, but now mm -hmm. we're creating less opportunities for ourselves to feel that way. I think yeah. like right here, I'm here in my like big, literally it's called the comfy. It's like a blanket outfit yeah I'm like in my biggest shirts and in my biggest pants I'm like okay the biggest thing you have <laughs> and it's fine to be comfortable but it definitely like when it's day after day after day of just wearing like these big oversized clothes like you almost forget what you look like you know you forget yeah or I don't know like you because then I'll do that and then I'll go like a week without getting ready and then I'll get ready and be like wow I forgot I could Like I, I look good, you know, and that makes me <laughs> yeah. feel better about myself. So even if it's just getting ready, just to get ready for the sake of it, I think that helps too. It's weird, but it helps. Yeah, for sure. I remember I've been like having midterms for like two months because my school is like the school of torture, basically. So I've been having like midterms nonstop. And the other day, I remember I just put on my, a, a pair of jeans that I have on my closet and I was like, wow I can actually wear like clothes and I look good like you said you forget how you look like because you see yourself in such like big yeah. baggy clothes and you're like what is going on and then you look yourself with a more fitted top or a more fitted pants and you're like wow I can actually rock this totally <laughs> yeah. 
then to kind of close the episode and then we move on to some rapid fire questions um again with the quarantine but i love to ask this to every guest because everyone has like a different thing to say what's your biggest quarantine lesson oh my gosh i think i've learned to be just more content with less not even like less stuff but like less going on you know i used to be someone who would like look mm -hmm. forward to like constantly taking trips and like doing cool stuff for social media and yeah even buying things too and now i'm just more content with less like i could be in my you know 15 amazon sweatsuit chilling on the couch with my parents and be so beyond blissful you know and i think before quarantine like i enjoyed those things but now it's like that's like my favorite thing you know so um i i feel really content in the now i guess and just thankful for my health and all that stuff too of course yeah i feel i feel the same with quarantine i feel like as i said before it brought us back to like the little things now for me to do like a picnic outside with my friends is like my favorite thing and i remember i wanted to do like vacations and everything and i'm like i don't care i just want to see them for like a couple hours a day and i'm fine <laughs> you know just hanging out with people exactly yeah I, i'm like what even is a vacation like never heard of her but like it's fine because i'm still spending time with my loved ones like i'm thankful that i just get to see them Yeah, for sure. And then now we move on to the last section of the episode, which is like a rapid fire question. So you just have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> I'm excited. So what's your go-to coffee order? Right now, it's a cold brew with either almond milk or oat milk. Are you a show or a movies person? Shows all the way. I It's actually embarrassing. Like I've never seen so many of the like classic movies that people talk about. Of course, mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, like Mean Girls, like the ones of our generation, I guess, but not when people say like the yeah. really, like I've never seen like Harry Potter or any of those, which is weird, I guess. Same. I've never seen Harry Potter. <laughs> really? Yeah. Never. <laughs> I've seen Twilight because that's a classic for my generation. I remember Twilight was the thing. Yeah, I was a werewolf or like a vampire. That was yep. the thing. <laughs> so what's your favorite show? Um, okay. Well, of all time, it's either Gilmore Girls or Gossip Girl. But I just started this new one called The Queen's Gambit. And it's I'm almost done with it. So that's like my current watch. Oh, and Younger. Oh, my gosh. These are all over the place. <laughs> Sorry. I just gave I'm a lot. I'm writing them down because I need new shows. <laughs> I I saw the other day that now we have Dash and Lily's book of theirs. I, that's a book I read a couple of years back, and now it's a show. I'm like yes. so excited about that. My friend told me it's really great, and it's like they show like iconic New York spots. So if you like you like New York, so you'll love it. Yeah, and I love the book. So I'm just I love just reading a book and then watching the show or the movie. I feel like it's so weird to feel like oh i imagine this like that and that like that like i imagined the girl blonde even though it didn't say she was blonde i was like she's blonde yeah <laughs> yeah I, I love that <laughs> yeah what's your biggest pet peeve um i mean i just hate rude people overall um i hate when people pretend like they've never met you and they've met you before that's like a random thing but i, I that's like the rubs me so hard so that's what i think of now i don't have any like weird problems with like chewing or anything like i know some people are like i don't like mm -hmm. 
hearing people eat or like snore or like whatever like I don't really have anything like yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah I feel that uh what's an outfit you would wear forever oh my gosh leggings of any kind probably lululemon um line leggings because they're so comfortable and maybe like a nice like little sweatshirt um or like a long line sports bra i don't know like not even that i'm this big workout person but it's just like comfy yeah for sure no i get it uh if you could switch lives with one person for one day who would it be oh good question i've never thought of this I think it would be really cool to switch lives with like a musician, like a Taylor Swift or something like that, just to live a day in her shoes and yeah. see like everything that she does. Or um, like Michelle Obama would have like when she was the first lady would be cool. So I guess coming up like Joe Biden yeah. would be cool. Um, or I mean, I, I wouldn't want the pressure of being the president, but the first lady, I'll take it. <laughs> but one day I think it would be cool just to see how it works. And I will be yeah. like, okay, bye. Yeah. And the last one says, what's a song that never fails to make you dance? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Heads Will Roll. Do you know that song? It's, yeah, it's like a really I love cool that one. one. Every time it comes on, I'm just like, this is my song. Like that is, but that's like a more fun song. I'm trying to think of like a classic one that's like really good. I love Mambo Number no. 5. That's oh, like a classic. Yeah, that's such a good one. I was, I remember dancing that one when I was younger. So it's such a good song. <laughs> Yeah, those are the two that like come to top of mind. My music taste is all over the place. Oh, same. Yeah, I feel that. But that brings us to the end of the episode. So do you want to shout yourself one last time? All your sure. socials and everything where people can find you? Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, so I'm at Brooke Michio, B-R-O-O-K-E-M-I-C-C-I-O on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and then my YouTube channel is Brooke Michio, same spelling. And my podcast is called Gals on the Go, and we do new episodes every Wednesday. You could get that on like any platform, I think. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. I've been following you for a couple of years, and it's just so crazy to be able to connect like this. So yeah, thank you so too. much. No, I love everything you're doing, seriously. Oh, thank you. And to everyone else, I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>